Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom. Who knows what? Because who knows why? My name is Josh Earl, and at present, I'm the 1,558,025th ranked person on IMDb. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I got there. Good. I didn't know that. got there. Joining me this week are a bunch of people you already know as they're in the title of the download, but let's go through the formalities anyway. <laughs> Our first guest is a comedian, a radio announcer, and actor. He shares his name with an actor from The Notebook a player engagement director for the Indianapolis Colts, plus an executive chef at the Mirabu Hotel. It is Dave Thornton. So you were that prick that knocked me off that IMDb <laughs> ranking, was it? Was that was you, Jill. Was, oh, okay. Were you, yeah. were you coming in at uh, 26, were you? Yeah. yeah. Um, did you know about the uh, player engagement manager or the actual actor from The Notebook? I did know about the actor from The Notebook, and yeah. I also know uh, Uncle Dave Thornton is a character in Beverly Hills Cop 3. Oh, nice. He's the guy that runs the theme park, <laughs> but he's not what he seems to be. <laughs> and he would have got away with it, with those meddling kids. Joining Dave and I is a comedian and first-timer to the show. She shares her name with an American writer, founder and editor of the gluten and grain-free food blog Against All Grain. (laughs) (laughs) This person tweets exclusively about what foods have grain and gluten in them. Please welcome comedian Danielle Walker. Hello. Hello. Did you know about the other Danielle Walker from... All that grain. Yeah, because my dad Googles my name all the time and he's like, who is she? I have to scroll through so many pages before I read anything about you. (laughs) (laughs) Your dad hates her. He hates her so much, yeah. (laughs) Joining us also is a comedian, a broadcast and a man who has his enter score on his Wikipedia page. Please welcome the very, very intelligent Tom Ballard. Hello, everyone. Not as smart as your brother, though, huh? All right. Oh, oh, hang on a second. We're going to intel. Hang on, hang on. And finally is a man who is a comedian and a podcaster, plus in a Don't You Know Who I Am First, attended the same school at the same time as another one of our guests. Not the same time, though, I've just been told. (laughs) Please welcome all the way... What an exclusive! (laughs) All the way from... Is it Brewer Brewer College? Brower. Brower College in Warrnambool. It's comedian Michael Williams. Yeah, your now. brother got 99.95, yeah, and you just got the 9. He got yeah. 99.90, I got 99.80, okay? Yeah. it's not, We're all doing well. Very, that's, why that's... have we got the understudy? Yeah. Tell, me, tell me why we didn't get the good one. My brother's in Sweden. I think you need to get more in that grill, man. That's oh, why yeah. it's quite directional. We're, so. we're sharing mics, guys. We're it's sharing mics. We're doing it at Triple R. They got rid of me and some mics, so it's fine. <laughs> so you, But you were friends with uh, Tom's brother? Yeah, I was the idiot who decided to do a radio show with his brother instead of palling up with Tom Ballard. Because <laughs> who paled up with you on that little community show? What was his name? Oh yeah, Alex Dyson's his name. Current breakfast host, yeah? Yeah, yeah, radio yeah, just I a hitched my horse to room with the wrong wagon. <laughs> it could now be Michael and Matt in the morning for Triple J. Oh. Yeah. Okay, our first game today is called Social Me Me Media, where I read out 
status updates from one of you four, and you have to buzz in and tell me who tweeted it. If you guess correctly, you get a point, but if you're incorrect, the person who actually wrote it gets the point. So, meaning if it's yours, you can't buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. And the first status is this. I like dogs because they don't ask questions. It's the same reason I like dead people. Michael. So, oh, I heard Michael. Danielle? You are correct. That was yeah. Danielle. You a big dog fan, Danielle? Yeah. Do you have a dog? No. Back home, I do. Do you have any dead people? <laughs> Just... <laughs> yeah. That, that, that gluten-free bitch. Yeah. Is going <laughs> where is back home, by the way? Uh, Townsville. Townsville. Oh, that's yeah. far north Queensland? Yeah. Yeah. Good up there. <laughs> <Big> shout out. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right it is. <laughs> Tweet two. In the olden days, the light bulb was called the horseless candle. Tom. Yes, Tom. Michael Williams. That is Michael Williams, yes. Yeah. Point I'm there. That one. <laughs> the horseless candle. Look at the glowing look on your face, Michael. You were very proud of that tweet. I am. Yeah, that's a good one. I did it like a year earlier with the horseless pen as well. <laughs> I'm just going to do it every year. What's the horseless pen? A pencil. <laughs> a pen is a horseless pencil. So, oh, so I you see. revisit it every year. Yeah, it's a funny joke. <laughs> we need to get a date. We all need yeah. to know that a new yeah, one's same day? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Right. Yeah, I think it showed up on my time hop, and I'm like, I can make that funnier <laughs> if I change it to horseless light bulb. Oh, horseless <laughs> candle. <laughs> one joke, one year at a time. Yeah. Slowly getting funnier. <laughs> Do you? I can't stand the Facebook memories oh, thing because yeah, yeah. it's like I'm fatter or 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 was happy and now I'm not. You know what? It, like it's just constantly reminders of how your life kind of sucked or or how or reflecting on your life now. You just have to accept that life's going downhill, man, and just enjoy the memories. What? How is the algorithm working though? Is it just these got a lot, lot of likes, so you want to be reminded of them? I, yeah, because surely I guess if someone so, yeah. like someone. Oh, Oh, thanks to everyone who came to my mum's funeral. You get a lot of likes for that. Right. You don't want to be reminded about that. Like, Maybe they filter out like words like funeral, funeral and death. Yeah, shamozzle and things like that. <laughs> shamozzle. <laughs> it's kind of proof that you know, it's called social media, but it has the social decorum of like an autistic five-year-old. You know, like, <laughs> Do you remember that? Remember the funeral you went to? Remember that? Oh. <laughs> remember when Uncle Jim touched me? Yeah. What? No. <laughs> everyone liked it. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah, the status is he finally got what was coming to him. <laughs> Jail for 12 years. Here's a happy memory. No. <laughs> Question three. I call my conscience mum because all it does is yell at me and tell me to get the mints out of the freezer. Tom. Oh. Yes, Tom. I'd say Danielle. You are correct, Tom. Yes. yes. Oh. Another one from Danielle. Danielle, do you know Tom at all? Yeah. I feel like he's profiling you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to explain? Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think my yelling might come across in that. <laughs> Tom told me to get the mints out of the freezer. Mints is a funny word. Mints is, is mince, a funny of word. Of all the meats. I think wobble is a funny word too. <laughs> I've been thinking about that word lately. When mints wobbles, forget yeah. about it. Michael. Yeah. In a year's time, wobble. Yeah. A wobble needs to be in that tweet. All right, yes. all right. I'll, I'll get to work. <laughs> <laughs> In the lab. <laughs> Question four. Just had a great workout, guys. And by that, I mean I just drank some juice with no added sugar. Oh, Dave. Yes, Dave. Would it be Tom Ballard's who next? You are correct, Dave. That is yes. a point for you, Dave. Tom, yes. I think everybody won there. Yes. <laughs> uh, All right, T.R. All right, mate. You can't reveal your own tweet. Come on. <laughs> okay, question five. If I die and you go to a clairvoyant to try to talk to me, Dead me has nothing to say to you because you go to clairvoyance. 
Danielle. Michael. Yes, Danielle. Damn. <laughs> um, uh, Dave. No, that was Tom Bella. Damn, I wanted to say Michael, but then he buzzed in. <laughs> oh, some people play like that as well, though. Some people can bluff. <laughs> Oh, bluffies. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, okay, okay. Are you, I'm not a fan. I don't believe in all the clairvoyancies and stuff like that, but my wife does. Right. No, I just, yes, I just thought that there was something in the fact that, yeah, if anyone did try to talk to me on the other side and you went to that person, I would we would, we would not be getting along anyway. So why, <laughs> why do you want to catch up? <laughs> it's always weird. I don't know if anyone here believes in all that afterlife stuff and, like, you can talk to the spirits and stuff like that, but it's always very weird when you when you try and have a conversation with someone who very much does believe in it and they're trying to explain to you, no, it's real. It's real. It's ha- Hello, Celia Pacola. Well, yes. <laughs> Friend of the show, <laughs> yes. who I once, well, I would she argue, goes. or liked her. Yeah. Did you just not see a show about it? Yeah. Let me know how it all works out. Was about her. She regularly goes to, to fortune tellers and stuff. For, very- fortune tellers, not, not connect to the other side people, like uh, fortune, what's going to happen, people. Oh. Sorry, see, seeing to the future. Maybe they can also talk to the dead, but she doesn't seem to focus on that. <laughs> She's very rational about it as well, though. Well, I was saying, she sort of taught me around because I'm like, oh, what is good is to just go to someone and just sit down and reflect on your life. Yeah. Like there's there's a, a rational, non-spiritual way to do that, which, is like, which actually would be quite lovely. I guess that's what you're supposed to do with your friends as well. But to, to sit down with a, a stranger whose job for like, I don't know how much they are, 50 bucks or whatever, to talk to, th- about your life for an hour is good. Yeah. But to set much store in their ability to see <laughs> into the future is... Woo! <laughs> My mum believes in clairvoyance and she... I believe in them. I just don't believe... <laughs> oh, <wait>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> they do exist. She she went to a fortune teller and then she came back and she told me that I shouldn't trust any of my friends because they're going <laughs> to steal from me. <laughs> oh, dear. You can say the same thing about that lady you yeah. go to. Yeah. <laughs> my mum went and saw one and she told her that I would work in television one day. Oh, suck it, man! Yeah. <laughs> I work at the airport. <laughs> My yard. Well, this is, everyone seems to have some kind of clairvoyancy in their lives, evidently from these stories. But a mate of mine, a good friend, his mum would go see clairvoyant every Tuesday, but then his dad would take advantage of that by being at home alone drink two bottles of wine and call all of his friends. <laughs> so it was this weird thing where they're like, could you stop pesting like the alternate world because your husband is pesting all of us. Like you have to keep an eye on the present. <laughs> Question six. I understand if it's of its time, but there's no way you're getting a stage show up now called Fiddler on the Roof. Tom. Yes, Tom. Dave. You are correct, Tom. Yes, yeah. it is Dave Thornton there. Thank you. That is very funny. Well, since this is like inside the actor's studio, I'll let you know how that came about. Um, I was just on my scooter and I went past the forum and I saw Fiddler on the Roof and I thought, something in that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't peel too much away. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) The magic is gone. I sex the frog. (laughs) I am shooting up that IMDb ranking. (laughs) Uh, Michael, were you in Fiddler Fiddler on the Roof? No, love Fiddler. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's not edit that out. Uh, Now, this is how you two, uh, Tom and Michael, became close because you're both from uh, the Warrnambool like uh, art society. What's it called? It's Australia's premier youth theatre company. Absolutely not. Now, Michael, you were a director. Yeah, did you direct Tom? I directed Tom for many years. Did you cast Tom? I did. Was there a casting couch situation? (laughs) (laughs) Here we go, Kubrick. He's looked. No, no. How did this all work? He was. He was quite young. When I first cast him, <laughs> yeah, so would have you been. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 
And you're heterosexual? Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. He was my cat in the hat in Susical. Yeah. <laughs> Won't you tell me? Next question. <laughs> All of a sudden he's Tommy. Yeah. Won't you tell me? <laughs> Come sit on my lap here, Tommy. Yes, Mr. Williams. <laughs> I remember casting him at his first show. He's terrible he was a terrible singer but we're like we like his energy thank you yeah. when, when he left the room was it that kid's got star potential <laughs> no he just oh. need a lot of boys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing the Mikado, lots of boys needed oh. okay question seven i just saw a cape that said one size fits most i never want to be too big to fit a cape <laughs> Tom. Yes, Tom. Michael. You are correct. That was Michael. Who else Legit- is looking at capes? Legitimate fear. <laughs> Legitimate fear. <laughs> well, no jokes, just concerns. Yeah. <laughs> Question eight. I spend my lunch break trying to find the seat furthest away from anyone else in the staff room. Tom. Yes, Tom. Danielle. You are correct, Tom. Well done, Tom. Tom is moving quite far ahead. Woo! Very good. I, you know, no competition. But staff room. Are you? Do you have I, a staff room? Uh, no, I quit my, that job. I quit that job. Oh, you, you, how far away could yeah. you get from that staff room? <laughs> <laughs> That's my way to do it. Why? Why? Why didn't? Did you not like the other people at the job? Why? I just hated the job. Oh yeah. It was like what? It was a call center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like one of those ones where they like have like uh, staff food on Fridays and they have like ping pong tables to boost morale and stuff. <laughs> Sounds really good. No. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have time? I know exactly where you work. Yeah, they have time breaks. A time break, like so like, pee bre- like timed uh, yeah. pee breaks and stuff. That's gross. So bad. Any motivational posters up around the room as well to try and you know, No, it was all sales? like fluorescent yellow. Oh. That's depressing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that like the sun. <laughs> Inbound calls or outbound? Like you're calling other people? Uh, outbound. Yeah. So the worst. Now mm. I'm a delivery driver. <laughs> <laughs> Just love services. I'm helping people out. Yeah. Question nine. I'm conflicted about celebrating Australia Day, but that's mainly because I almost always accidentally select Austria on drop-down menus. Tom, Ooh. Michael. Yes, Tom. I believe it's Michael. You are correct. He tried Damn to bluff. It. But you did very well. Yeah. I always like. I feel sorry for like countries like Switzerland. Yeah, they've got to drop scroll so all the way far the down. Yeah. We don't know how. That's why we're the lucky country. <laughs> <laughs> Just sits there. You know what's interesting when you went through that tweet. I was on a roller coaster ride because I'm like Australia Day. That's political. T Ballard. <laughs> then I'm like spell check. <laughs> Michael Williams. <laughs> and that's right in his hitting zone. And our final one for the round. I want back all the time I've spent waiting outside toilets that turn out to be unoccupied. Ooh. Where are we going with Dave? You? Yes, Dave. Danielle. It was Tom Ballard. Yeah! Tom gets another point. Can I get a goddamn score check, score check on this shit? Straight up. Michael got one. Yay! <laughs> Danielle got one. Dave got one. And Tom got seven. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> Bloody enter all over again. Not only the highest Wait. enter score, also the highest don't you know who I am score. Oh, what, I, what I would like to point out, and I've seen this in Ballard's show. What is it? Your parents took a year off to go around Australia camping. Yes. And you played board games the whole time. That's why you're this kind of nauseating <laughs> kid. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is us caught in a caravan playing Uno. Activities. We did some other activities. <laughs> With the 99 point who gives a shit kid. <laughs> <laughs> point eight. Hey guys, just stopping the podcast to let you know that Don't You Know Who I Am, the live shows during the Comedy Festival are on sale. Tickets at joshearl.com.au slash gigs. 
it's all there. It's only $10 tickets, 4.30 at the European Beer Cafe. Some great, great guests are lining up to be on. It's going to be lots and lots of fun. And if you're a fan of the Dum Dum Club, it's directly after their live show as well. So stick around, do the double. Anyway, back to the podcast. Okay, our next round is called Holiday. It would be so great. In this round, we're talking about a holiday that a young Tom Ballard took. It was to Bali, but what happened to Tom in Bali? All because he was too shy, didn't want to make the locals feel awkward. Was it? A. He got in a taxi and asked to go to Ubud, but the driver just said, Australian, smiled back, shook his head and drove him to Kuta Beach, which was an hour's drive away from where he actually wanted to go. Was it B. Even though he's a vegetarian... He ate a fish head because he thought it might be a delicacy and didn't want to be culturally insensitive. He later Googled it and found out it's not a cultural delicacy and he just ate a fish head. <laughs> or was it C, he got horribly, horribly sunburnt on his back when he went snorkelling because he was too shy to go up to someone and ask them to please rub sunscreen into his back. Now, you can ask Tom as many questions as you want here. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, if you guys get the answer wrong, he gets the point. So you don't have oh, to answer together. Right. You, can, you can go A, you can go B, you can go C, but... Tom is looking to get three points if you all get it wrong. So just that's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I'm not too fussed about points because I already have heaps yeah. of points. <laughs> <laughs> and the floor is open for questions, so ask, ask as many questions as you would like. Okay. Uh, my first question is, where exactly were you in Bali at this point in time? Uh, well, across the whole trip, I spent uh, a few nights in Seminyak, and I also went to Ubud as well. And then, yes, and then came back and then flew out of Denpasar. So I was there for about uh, 10 days, I think, all up. Tom? Yes. yes. I've forgotten the answers. Can you please remind me of them? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just lazy, Michael. <laughs> I can tell you, Eating Michael. Eating the fish head. Uh, oh, right. The taxi driver took okay. me to Kuta Beach. Eating and the fish head. Sunscreen. You're a vegetarian. But well, I think I, you know very well how strict you're my vegetarian You're kind of a crappy is. vegetarian. <laughs> yes. So... I don't know if you'd be too hung up on eating a fish head since you eat sausage rolls. <laughs> oh, we've just outed him on the show for oh, eating sausage eat rolls. Sausage I think roll. when you first started being a vegetarian. Well, they're actually, delicious. And there's not very much meat in them, so it is an alright one to eat. Did you eat the eyes of the fish? Everything. Even the bones in its head? I spat out <laughs> the bones. Were the gills weird to like get around or...? I think the gills made up the head. Mm. Ah, it was not pretty cooked like It was all sort of cut up in th- like thirds, and yeah, and sort of sort of ate the middle, and then the flesh from the tail, and then yeah, it was kind of, and then people were sort of looking at me expectantly about the. Did have teeth in its mouth? Was it a te- toothy no, fish? They teethed the, the, <laughs> the head. Okay. Who were you travelling with? Well, I my two of my brothers. Uh, my my older brother's best friends, Paul and Brody, oh, uh, sure. live in uh, in Bali. Yes, so I was going to visit them, and they have lots of local friends as well. So yeah, we stayed at um, a few villas. I booked villas in Seminyak, and then also an Australian woman in Ubud stayed there as well. Your honour, yes. is it hot in here? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Any more questions? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone looks very, very perplexed. Mm. Uh, I've probably got one more. Uh, next time when you mention the score, can you not be so goddamn smart? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So, so no questions then. It seems to me that you guys know, you definitely know what you're going to lock in. Can we come just confer in a group? Yeah, you can, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Michael now, it feels like Michael definitely okay. has known Tom for longer than us. <laughs> I've he, known him since he was... Just yeah. the cat in the hat. <laughs> Thing yeah. A and so thing you, B. So you're thinking fish heads. Is this? I'm what, thinking yeah. fish heads. You are, yeah. Danielle. You, what are you thinking? I was thinking sunscreen, but oh. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you you answer what you want to answer. Oh, don't yeah, let these I'll guys. Sunscreen. <laughs> so okay, Danielle is locking in C. Okay. <laughs> it sounds. I can see in the call center how it didn't really go. Well. <laughs> they can buy it or not. Now, Mike, you're going to lock in. You're thinking B, the fish head. I think. So, okay, and yeah. Dave, what are you thinking? This is quite funny because I thought it might be Udbud. Udbud, okay, I'll go the, with the that. taxi. So you're all going differently. So yep. he's got two points he's guaranteed. Got, <laughs> getting, he is getting two points, and two points for Tom, one point for Danielle. It was the sunscreen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's happened to me. <laughs> it was so bad. It was on a snorkeling trip. And uh, it was, so there was a bunch of other sort of tourists on this trip here, and I didn't know anyone because I, I was by myself. And uh, and then yeah, I just I didn't feel like comfortable saying anything, so I didn't. So I put sunscreen on everywhere except my back. Did you just get like the top of your shoulders though covered? So, like a then, little bit, but yeah. mainly the full back. I'm not. I can't really reach very well there either. And then snorkeling is just lying on the ocean <laughs> as the sun beats down upon you, and it was like I don't know what. First, second, third degree burns are, but it really felt like it was more than a first degree burn. Did it peel and then was it, oh, it was so sunburn bad. underneath that? I couldn't lean, and flight home, I couldn't lean back against yeah. the seat. And uh, yeah, my, my friends took photos and showed it to like a, a local uh, Balinese boy and he said, oh, Bubby Gooling, which means roast pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do it's like, real intense. I do like with sunburn, when people feel the need, they have to tell you that you're sunburnt. Yeah, it's like great. you're... Very aware of it, but it's like, wow, you're sunburnt, mate. You're sunburnt. Why didn't how'd you get so sunburnt? It's like, well, there's only one way to really get sunburnt, yeah, that's be an idiot in the sun. Like, My skin's on fire, but thanks, yeah, because I, I, I had that. secondary burns. I've talked about it on the show before from the sun and had to spend a night in hospital. So when all that peeled, Ugh. it was sunburnt underneath that as well, and that was peeling as oh. well. So it was this, and peeling is itchy and it's just horrible. And it's just, oh. but they gave me a whole bunch of Serapax and I was at uni, and so I had fun. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> So at the end Is of the round, oh, oh my he's god, got, he's, he's got just a photo brought out the it. photo. That oh, and it's so shiny. It's not only red, but that's, that's with like aloe vera. Oh, look at oh. that. Oh no. <laughs> oh, that is. Oh, that's unfortunate. Silly. <laughs> still two points. Two points. There you go. And the scores are so Michael and Dave still on one point, Danielle on two points, but way out in front on nine points. It's Tom Ballard. <laughs> Okay, in this round, it's called Knowing Me, Knowing You. In this round, I read out something that's happened to someone in this room. And you have to say whether they happened to me or to someone else on the panel. If you answer correctly, you get a point. Incorrectly, the person whose story it may or may not be about gets the point. So, Tom, you're up first. No, was it Danielle or was it myself who had the life education van come to our school? And as a result, we've had a fear of blood ever since. (laughs) 
<laughs> you can ask us as many questions as you want. Why? What happened in the the van that made you fear blood? It was just a very graphic video of a broken leg. And it was like, oh. I don't want to see that. We were like year sixes. And you know when you get to that age, it comes very early on. And you're like, oh, we'll just, we'll just see the giraffe. And then when you're doing it for like a few years, they're like, all right, we're going to up it now. Mm. We're going to be serious. Here's a broken leg. What about you, Danielle? Um, well, it was uh, in the life education van, probably like year three. And they talked to us about like blood alcohol um, levels, like how much blood, how many pints of blood are in the body. And then I was sitting cross-legged on the floor and they were talking about how fragile the human body was. And then I just had to like spread all my limbs out because I felt my body was so fragile. <laughs> and that if any of my limbs touched the other limb, my body would explode and blood would go everywhere. <laughs> and I still can't look at like the veins on my arms or touch them. <laughs> Real weird. So it really helped you not be a junkie. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Why, what lesson were they teaching you by showing you it, footage of a broken leg? It was like bike safety stuff. Right. And so it was like wear your helmet kind of and then horror Why were they song. teaching you about blood alcohol level in grade three? <laughs> People get started early in town. <laughs> 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 oh, now I know that Michael Williams, that man over there. Hello. Uh, was considered doing a comedy show set in a life education van. Absolutely I was. But you had trouble, you were wondering about whether, you found out that not everyone had them and it wasn't actually as universal as previously believed. Yeah, yeah. It's, it seems to be about a 70-30 split that had Harold's drive up on them. Well, they did in Burnie and they did in, in Townsville. Townsville. And they must have done in Warrnambool. So did, you've yeah. got three markets there covered. Mm. <laughs> Well, I decided at the last minute to not do that show, which was this year, and then I found out a week later that Watson is doing a life education van show. Oh. Yeah, so narrowly Oof. missed that bill. Yes. Yeah. Imagine that. Well, he's already cut out 30% of his audience. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. <laughs> In their face. Um, okay, all right. Well, gosh, um, I reckon there was a bit more, no offence, Josh, a bit more heart, was a bit more, you know, passion and truth. Coming through with Danielle's recounting of the story. I'm going, Danielle. You are correct. It was Danielle. (laughs) The rich get richer. (laughs) (laughs) So, year three, like you just thought your body was full of blood, which it kind of is. Yeah, because I was talking about how many, like, pints of blood were in my body, and then I was like, my body's not that big. It's just all blood. (laughs) And they're talking about how how fragile the skin is. And then, like, even now when I think about it, I have to pull all my limbs apart. <laughs> but back then, I just remember sitting on the floor cross-legged and I just went, ah. <laughs> and I just sat there She's just put her arms up in the, in the air for, like, 45 minutes until we left. Starfished it. Teacher going, yes, you got a question, Danielle? No, okay, you're just stretching your arms out. Okay, Everyone in the class like, it's your round, mate. What are you doing there, or legs at Kimbo? <laughs> okay, so to Danielle, was it Michael or myself who, during a driving lesson, completely totaled the car and put our instructor in the hospital? Wow. Um, okay. Uh, so you grew up in Warrnambool. Yeah, yeah. And where did you grow up, Josh? Bernie, Tasmania. Okay. They got windy roads in yeah, yeah, it's all okay. it's all hills. Tassie's um, a lot of hills. Okay, a lot of hill starts. Um, were you driving a manual or automatic car? Manual, manual. Yeah. 
And how old were you? I was 17 and I didn't get my license till I was 28 because okay. of it. <laughs> wow. And what's your depth perception like? A pretty good. No, yeah, it was just, it was just nerves. I okay, just, just nerves? Yep. Okay, what did you crash into? I crashed into another car. Parked? No. You're on the highway? No, there's not a highway in Bernie. Okay. It was... <laughs> and Michael? It wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving past the Lawn Bowls Club, an older guy was doing a U-turn right in front of me, and the driver instructor himself said he himself could not have got out of that crash. And I ploughed straight into the old man. He went to hospital. Uh, the The... Driver instructor. I didn't know he went to hospital later. I went to book in another driving <laughs> driving lesson a couple of weeks after, and uh, yeah, he's like, like, oh, good. I just got out of hospital, and I've just got a new driving car. I'm like, oh, all right. So, I yeah, yeah. It wasn't my fault. I got my <laughs> license after three goes, but I got it. Okay, I'm going with Michael. You are correct. Yes, it was Michael. <laughs> <laughs> My lies aren't very good this week. <laughs> so, was it Frank? Yeah, how old Frank? were you? I was seventeen. Yeah, you were seventeen as well. Yeah, mm. were you with Frank, the the wonderful driving instructor man? No, Lanny. Oh, shout out to Lanny. Have you crashed a car since? No. Okay. no Has anyone crashed a car? I ran into a tree once because I didn't see it. <laughs> it was, I was driving. I was like nine. You driving along? Remembered? <laughs> you were nine. Yeah, I was driving. My granddad. My granddad. Um had this old car and he like uh, cut all the doors off so that the dogs could jump, jump in and out as they wished. And I was driving around. Are you from around. the country? <laughs> and I was driving around the paddock and there's like all these scraggly gums and I didn't even, I just didn't see it and I ran straight into oh. them. And then yeah. it was fine. The car just went up a bit. Granddad have you ever been driving along and remember that you have blood in your body and go, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, take a wheel. I got rear-ended once on, um, on uh, Punt Road in peak hour and the girl got out of the car and it was like a really big kind of four-wheel drive with a bull bar and all that kind of stuff. And she went, oh, don't you hate when this happens? And I'm like, it's never happened to me before. Like, yeah. So. I saw something this morning, actually. I was walking along and a woman... A woman was driving out of the petrol station, but she was driving out the in thing. And a woman was going past on her bike and had one of those really big buckets, you know, at the front of the bike. And the woman just drove straight out and knocked her down. And, like, she fell right over. And she was furious. And she was, like, yelling, I could have had my kids in this bucket thing. Which, to me, was like, well, that would be odd that you did that as well. And also you didn't. So everyone's fine. Just move along. But, yeah. Crazy drivers out there on the streets. Them crazy streets, Dave. Yeah, oh, tell me about it. And those bucket parents. <laughs> yeah. Can't <laughs> be trusted. Call in if you've had a crazy bucket parent. No. Okay, so to Michael, was it Dave or was it myself who got expelled from school for cross-dressing? Hmm. All right. Uh, tell us the story, Dave. That's my question. <laughs> um, well... I auditioned for a stage show in Warner Boys. <laughs> no, I was, uh, let's say I was in year 12 and I was, uh, we had the fun run as you did. I don't believe they have those anymore. I believe they're told that there is a certain amount of fun to have, we have <laughs> in the run. Yeah, they say there's a distance. You can run, you can walk, you can do as you please. Uh, but back then, like you had to run and it was obviously my last year of it. And so my girlfriend at the time, I borrowed her uh her netball skirt bib and uh well it was my own t-shirt if i gotta be honest and sneakers <laughs> and uh and i did the run and they were and my teachers were furious at me like that i was i was kind of lacerating the reputation of the fun run what position 
She was she wasn't tall, so I'm assuming I can't remember. It was like wing attack. Right. She All would right. have been. She was a feisty kind of centre wing attack wing <laughs> defender. She wasn't playing goal attack. Or I, I know nothing about yeah, netball. Not okay, good. <laughs> uh, Josh, same question. It was also year twelve. It was I got expelled for our SRC photo. I cross dressed and because the teachers went there for the photo, and then when they got it back, it was a big meeting in there. In their um, offices. All right. Yep. What position did you have in this? I was a treasurer. Uh. I was in charge of the money, which was great because what happened was uh, Justin Hazelwood, also known as the bedroom philosopher, he was the president. And with our contacts at the end of uh, school, we organised a school social at the local nightclub in Burnie. We just said, oh, it's for Hellier College. And it wasn't. It was for us. And we just put on an underage <laughs> kind of social and kept all the money. <laughs> and just said it was for Heli College. That was our post expulsion. That's when I, I went. You know, I don't need this school. I make my own money. Is that is that when you ran to the mainland? I never need yeah. this place again. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Tom. Oh, oh. Why did you do it, Dave? Were you just playing silly buggers? I was playing silly buggers. Yes, uh, it was simply just a grab for attention. Um, <laughs> in a weird twist of fate, I was the uh, my house sport captain. So that's what made it just heaps worse. See, I would have. Were you in all boys for school? No. No, no, okay, no. right. But Geelong, you know, you you're you're you, you're blokey cool man man. That mm-hmm. wouldn't people I don't know, but then I guess blokey men like men wearing dresses on the footy show. Do you know what I mean? Like I like in high school you were doing everything you could to not stand out, so then to whack a dress on and do a run like would have been I, I'm surprised you weren't bashed. <laughs> it was it, like when you look back on it, you think I thought it was the highest form of comedy. <laughs> and as you just pointed out, yeah. I was a one ready to be on the footy show. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go with Dave. You gotta go with Dave. You are correct. It was Dave. Yes, it was me. That is so true, Mr. I- Robinson, who had a massive head. Like he was just a big-headed man. He was the one who really dropped it on me. You know, we're going to expel you. But he did renege. He pulled back. Yeah, he would have uh, had to. You can't expel a kid for wearing a dress. Yeah, and I think by year 12, too, you are a bit like, are you sure they're the rules? Yeah. Like, you know, if, you, if I tried it in year eight or something, I would have gone, this is fair enough. Everything yeah. about this is wrong. I'm so sorry. And I was like, this oh, Can I say, I did actually do, I did wear a dress in, oh, the, yeah? in the SRC photo. Yeah, your yeah. story sounded believable, too. Yeah. I didn't know, yeah. I, um, yeah, we were just in the, in the drama rooms, and <laughs> me and Justin both wore uh, crazy clothes. I wore a dress, he wore something 70s, and just stuck in it ever since. Well, now with the Safe Schools program <laughs> yeah. uh, being rolled out across the country, that's, that's being encouraged, and people are pulling their kids out of school because those schools are allowing boys to wear dresses. I think it's ridiculous. Oh, how times have changed. So to Dave now. Was it Tom or myself, whose brother hacked into the school's website and inserted the word dicks into a bunch of pages? So just the word dicks into some pages on the website. (laughs) Okay. Uh, How old is your brother? 29, turning 30 in June. And how old is your brother? My younger brother is 30. Younger brother is 30. All right. Uh, And uh, were you aware of this hacking, Tom? Uh, I knew that he was in serious trouble. We went to different high schools. Okay. Um, yes, he was. Yes, he was at Warrnambool College. I was at Broward College, and I knew that yeah something had happened, and Gav was in a lot of trouble, and Mum and Dad were angry at him, and I didn't totally know why. And then eventually, the details sort of leaked out after, after a little while. Yeah. And what were the repercussions? I think he got suspended for three days. That's worth it. <laughs> Totally worth it. It wasn't drawing dicks. It was like literally just the word dicks throughout the. <laughs> the, oh, really? the website, yeah. So, you know. All, all walking no dicks makes Gavin a bad boy. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, 
So, Jill, what's your brother's name? Brenton. Brenton? Yes. <laughs> Great. Mum was a big fan of country practice. <laughs> 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 My sister Glad Cookie. Glad you didn't call uh, it that, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, explain the circumstances. Were you aware... That I was hacking. at uni already And so I knew Because my older brother told us Or told me anyway And he rang me out And said you won't believe What Breton's done It's pretty funny And it wasn't like I say hacking But it was Because he was doing Computing class And the teacher was just like Oh here it is It was kind of the intraweb So it's not really Yeah The school website But it was like Everyone saw it though In the school Okay And he didn't get suspended He just got a, I think a week of detentions Or something like that Had to clean up the gym Or something stupid Now look I'm On the, on the fact that I've talked about the show that I've seen, and I, I've met your brother, I believe, Tom, and I. You just seem like a good family. <laughs> <laughs> and Jill has told me he's the middle of the I like this brothers. piece of yeah. shit over here. Yeah. Yeah. And he distinctly feels like you feel like the. Um, uh, you're the brother that's come to the mainland that wears skinny jeans and listens to indie pop. Yeah. When, like, your brothers seem like. Yes. That's the kind of truancy that they'd get up to. So I'm going to go with you, Jill. It is a point for Tom. I knew this story. I wanted to speak out. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's right, right? Yeah, it happened. Yeah, yeah. It definitely happened. Yes. A lot of trouble. Yeah. It just sort of took... No one, no one in my family would really talk about it. As a, they wouldn't really? give me the thing. This is your skeleton <laughs> in the closet. No, when it was happening, they were like, "I was like, what's happening? What's happening?" They're like, don't worry about it, Tom. Just don't go do your musicals. Yeah. <laughs> they would say, <laughs> "Writing dicks so. is a very good thing. Just to put them in. Just, just inserting the yeah. word dick in everywhere. Yeah. And he now he works in like web development. He's yeah. very good at uh, not knowing that the other son was just thinking about dick yeah. constantly. <laughs> I think that's what made me gay. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how it worked just, yeah. <laughs> he, he hacked into the website and my soul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And my matrix codes. <laughs> so at the end of that round, the scores are Dave still on oh, two points. Very good. Let's hear the scores. Hear the scores. <laughs> Let's hear. The, please don't interrupt. Michael on three points. Yeah. Danielle on three points. But on eleven points, Fuck he yes. can still lose though, guys. It's Tom Ballard. Oh. <laughs> Hello, friends. Just stopping the podcast to let you know about Josh Earl is over under my brand new show in the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I'm doing eight shows only Thursdays and Fridays at the Triple R Performance Space in East Brunswick. It's a bit out of the city, but it's well worth it because this venue is amazing. It's on at 7.30 uh, starting March 24. Tickets from my website, joshearl.com.au slash gigs. Tickets are cheap, only $20, a lot cheaper than a lot of the other shows in the festival. Uh... Just did the show in Perth. It's a very good show. And I know I'm not meant to be saying that, but I like doing it and people liked watching it. So there you go. Anyway, back to the podcast. Okay, our final round is called Who, 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out 10 questions and you guys are the answer to all of them. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. If, if you get it wrong, you lose a point, though. It's the only round you can actually lose a point. You can't buzz in for your own. Your names are your buzzers. God, imagine losing points, guys. Here really, we go. Really... Question one. Who, as a child, got their feet super glued to the carpet? Michael. Yes, Michael. <laughs> Danielle. You are correct. Yes, point there <laughs> <Yeah>. for Michael. <laughs> How did you get your feet? Um, super... I don't even really remember. My sisters did it. And <laughs> I told mum, and mum was drunk outside. And she was like, 
You're not Dead. super glued to the carpet. And then she came in and she just tried to lift me off the carpet, but I was stuck to the carpet. So I just sort of like went, ah! <laughs> she tore the skin off my foot. Oh. And then she was like, oh, no. Oh. So then she had to get the scissors and cut me off. Oh. So I had like blue furry feet for like a week after. Oh, you oh. did? Yeah. So there was holes in like in the lounge room or wherever you were? Oh, it was just like a mat, like a big oh. mat. So we got rid of the mat too. When you said cut, cut you off, I thought like she was cutting your skin. Like, I didn't realise, oh, yeah, you could cut the carpet. Yeah, she cut the carpet. That would be fine. Right. <laughs> Great. I hope back. you're not a parent any time <laughs> soon, Tom. <laughs> well, I don't want to ruin I the guess carpet. we'll amputate these. Yeah. She seems to be stressing about the lot of blood that she has. <laughs> she could lose some. Question two. Who had a job delivering KY jelly? Who had a job delivering... Tom. Yes, Tom. Dave Thornton. He did, yes. Dave Thornton had a job delivering KY jelly. Do the routine about it. Yeah, uh, uh, man, that's old school. Thank you. I, uh, <laughs> that is true. I delivered medical goods when I was younger uh, and then I had to drop off KY jelly to a relaxation centre in the industrial part of Geelong. <laughs> but this is the part that didn't make the comedy bit because I found out years later, the boss of that place, he uh, got a divorce from his wife because she found out that there was all these credit card um, payments in his credit card statement from a seafood restaurant in North Geelong. And she kept going, why routinely are you buying... Like $120. $320 worth of seafood on a Thursday afternoon. Oh. And so he was using up that KY jelly. Wow. Yes, yes he was. <laughs> no comedy, just really a lot of tragedy, guys. <laughs> Question three. Who has a fear of eating anything on an icy pole stick? Tom. Yes, Tom. Michael Williams. He sure does. I Michael certainly Williams. Do. What's going what? on? What? I, I do not want splinters in my gums. And so, if you eat. like, is it just like what about a toffee apple? You can't have that because it's on a stick. Yeah, anything that's like raw wood. Can you yeah. eat around it's it? Small wood, so like yeah. paddle pop sticks and stuff. You can yeah. do lollipops but and stuff, right? I can do lollipops if it's a paper stick. What yeah. about those uh, <laughs> those like spiral potato fried things on a stick that you get at every single? I can eat around it if yeah, I okay. really want the food, yep. and very often I really want the food. <laughs> But, but but have you seen now industrial designers just shaking it up? If you get a Magnum, they're kind of shaped like they're much more sturdier than your old. I, I know, but still, in your gums, it it sucks. <laughs> a splinter. I didn't realise it was... I just thought you didn't like the idea of like biting into it, like it hurts your teeth. Is that what you mean? Or Yeah, I think behind all that is the fear of getting a splinter in your gums. Right, okay. <laughs> ah. Question four. Who knows how to forage for wild mushrooms? Who can Michael. forage? Yes, Michael. Danielle. You are correct. Yes, it was yeah. Danielle. How did you learn how to forage? Um, <laughs> my my granddad uh, was caretaker at the army camp in Tully, so it's just like hectares of rainforest. So it's like the wettest town in Australia. Mushrooms go really well there. But the only place they'd grow because there wasn't coverage from uh, trees, like these the ones you would eat, was like on the rifle range. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in the morning before people were ready to go shooting, we'd go and we'd pick the mushrooms um, and Granddad showed me the ones that you have to look at the pink flesh, and then we'd cook them. You <laughs> sound like so you funny. lived on the wedge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to get mushrooms for the firing range. You put your fast carpet on, okay? <laughs> we'll get in and out real quick. I'm too busy cutting the doors off this car. <laughs> um, <laughs> could you tell, like, the magic mushrooms? Like, could you identify the the I don't know the different ones? species. Oh. I just know the ones that I can eat. Yeah, like. so the ones that you can't eat, they're the ones that you want to eat, Tom. Yeah. But then there are the poison yeah, the, ones yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know it. the difference between the ones that'll make 
uh, me feel good and the ones that will kill me. Okay. Yeah. Just know the ones that I like to eat. Put it out there. Pretty big part of foraging for mushrooms. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> okay, question five. Who has who had a job as a 19th century sea captain? Oh, um, Tom, Tom and oh, Michael. Yeah. Tom and Michael both did the same job. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> what? <laughs> This is great. Only out of time, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, we... A point for both of you there. Uh, I knew you both had it. <laughs> yeah, I gave it to him. <laughs> so you had the job, and then you went, I'm, I'm over this job. I'm going into the 20th century. Tom, step in. Yeah, pretty much. So, whereabouts was it? Is it down it was, at Warnable? It was like... Warnable's answer to Blood on the Southern Cross, which is the light and laser show in Ballarat. Warnable said, We can do this half as good, can't we, guys? <laughs> and we did. Yeah, so we both played narrators who had to dress up like sea captains and help tell the story. Was there a bit of a R? Let me tell you. I don't know. I didn't see your. Did you do voices? Um, I had some vague British accent going. Yeah, me too. <laughs> do you still remember? Because we would do, and sometimes you would do three shows a night. And basically, your main job was just welcoming everyone, leading them through the show, and then the sound and light show happened, and then you walked out and you sort of live it, you delivered this epilogue where you wrapped up what happened to the, the, Lock, the Lockhart Peacock. So Can you remember much of it? Wrapped, wrapped in, in a straw, wooden straw, packed in a wooden, wooden packing, packing crate, washed <laughs> ashore just three oh. days after the wreck of the Lockhart, yeah. the, the Minton Earth and West statue, which we now oh, know as the Lockhart man. Peacock. Survived the wreck intact, albeit for a slight, slight chip, chip on, on its, its beak. <laughs> <laughs> it can now be seen at the Circle Theatre. It's Earth. worth millions of dollars. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good yeah, stuff. I did, I did that like over five hundred shows or something. But yeah. But and how many did you tenure. do? Uh, I couldn't tell you how many. Six, but, but you know it better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of dollars it cost to make this thing, but literally fake beards. Yeah. Like like a sea captain with a fucking string around his head. Yeah. Fake moving beard. So you would have been 17 at the most doing this. I started, yeah, started around 16, 17, yeah. Nothing like an 18-year-old in a fake beard. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we didn't no, wear, we weren't wearing we didn't fake, wear fake beards. In the Sound and Light show. There so, was like the, a big water screen, yeah. and projected on the water screen was this Sydney actor. A guy yeah. with a fake beard glued to his face. <laughs> yeah. Cost warnable. Like, we didn't get a second bus because we, we paid for the sound and light show. Does anyone else feel like this is Australian's version of Doctor Who? Like, which one did you like better? If you're more of a Michael Williams guy, Tom Bella. <laughs> okay, question six. Who cried when they found out that their sibling had one of their parents' names as their middle name? Who cried when their sibling? Had one of their parents' names as the middle name. <sighs> Sibling. Just because he hasn't jumped in, can I say Tom? Because he's answered date. every other goddamn question. <laughs> you are. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom. Why in the silence is Tom sitting here? He would have gone, <laughs> I can just add to my stack of gold. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what's your actual middle name? Colin. Colin? Yes. And, and your dad's name is? Neil. Neil. Oh, it's. Much of much. I know it's better. Well, yes, they're no good. Yes. So my brother's name is Gavin Neil Ballard. And when I realized that my brother had the middle name of my father, I was like, what the fuck? And I cried. (laughs) (laughs) How old were you? Yeah. 17. Uh, You're the youngest, right? Yeah, the youngest. Yes, me and my brother. I would have been uh, five or six. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Pretty sad, guys. Mm-hmm. I believe on this same podcast I've told a story about the time when I cried because I thought my auntie was wearing a real fur coat <laughs> and she was actually wearing a fake fake one. So. You would have hated my fake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> 
<laughs> My granddad kills animals yeah. regularly. Yeah, you, you're from the Clampets. You are. <laughs> you are foraging people. My uncle also is a is a shooter as well, and we had a, we had a joey for a while because he killed the mother, and oh. he was like, "Oh, he had the joey," and yeah, we raised it for a bit, and then. Took it off to the wildlife park. Oh, my granddad invented a special type of pig trap, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and then my uncle Peter, he used to be a roo shooter. And can, then can we go back to the pig trap? What's the yeah. pig trap? So it's oh, just... it's like it only like it won't like if a bandicoot goes in, like it won't get the bandicoot. But if a pig goes in, they'll get the pig. All right. How many wild pigs are there? So many. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So many. They like ruin the. the Fuck. Up feral there. pigs. Yeah, feral pigs. Yeah. But then my uncle Peter, he sh- he was a kang- he was a roo shooter, and then he was a pig shooter, and then he shot brumbies from planes, and now he's a rodeo clown. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> rodeo clown. Wow. Yeah. Because I always thought rodeo clowns were old uh, with the riders who can't ride anymore. That's yeah. Was... No, he's just 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 uncle Peter. out there antagonizing bulls yeah, just, and sheep and just yeah, getting them riled up. It's very scary up. when like it's fine to watch if you don't know the person, but when you're like. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! He's gonna get killed. It's fine. Okay, question seven: Whose first pet shared a name with an alleged rapist? <laughs> ooh, ooh. Whose first pet shared a name with an alleged rapist? Michael. Yes, Michael. Tom. No, it was oh. Dave. He had a, a dog called Kobe after Kobe Bryant. Oh. Yes, that's right. Oh. If uh, that's right, it was a Maltese Shih Tzu, uh, so it's a lap dog, and because uh, I'm massively into basketball, named after Kobe Bryant, and then Kobe was yeah allegedly he, w- he was put up for rape, and uh, <laughs> you're like, Ugh, uh, I don't want to be screaming this in a park, <laughs> Kobe, Kobe. <laughs> Bad boy. But in his defence, he has no testicles, so that kind of reputation should not follow that dog around. Question eight. Who used to drive a VW Golf and make it jerk up and down like it was in a Snoop Dogg film clip? Michael. Danielle. Ooh, I heard Danielle go, Danielle. Dave. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Danielle. <laughs> he said, ooh, last time it was him as well. <laughs> I got his tell. <laughs> That's my poker face, Michael. Was that your first car as well, a VW Golf? Yeah, my dad was a bit of a car nut, and then he he bought this Golf so that my brother and I could drive it and whatever. And it was like a 1977 Golf, first time that had been made. It was so old. But I found out if you pulled the handbrake but you let the clutch out, it wouldn't move, but the back would jack up and down. <laughs> and so me and my mates from TAFE would go for a lunch and just go around Geelong. And then we'd stop at an intersection and you're like, here we go. <laughs> Being a Volkswagen Golf. We thought I believe then was a shiny feeler baseball jacket. I still like sporting that. <laughs> and a pair of FUBU jeans and just represent. All right. 19th century sea captain. Not looking so lame now, my friend. Not looking too bad at all. Question nine. Who used to wake up their siblings when they were babies because they liked to hear them crying? Tom. Yes, Tom. Michael. It was Danielle. Oh, a point yeah. off for Tom. No! Oh, yes! my, yes! my sweet points. Where's your power now? So how old were you when you were just going shaking the babies? Oh, like eight. I was eight because they were born when I was eight. I just like the sound of the, their crying because it's like a weird like... Like that like weird like... Oh, such as weird sound and so like i'd just go in and like look at it and then if they didn't wake up from my gaze like i'd push them a bit and then if they didn't wake up i'd oh shake them a bit but i didn't know that you couldn't shake babies until like one night i saw it on the tv and 
I was like, because a lady got charged with killing her baby from shaking. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh. Shake it, shake the baby. <laughs> never shook them again. Oh, good. <laughs> and our final question. Which of you has performed a gig inside a hotel toilet? Tom. Yes, Tom. Michael Williams. Yes, he has. It is Michael Williams. A point there for Tom. So, just a reminder, I'm performing again at Trade. (laughs) (laughs) Hotel toilet. Yeah. but Hotel room toilet, yeah. Hotel room toilet. So, it's part of the Leicester Comedy Festival. They were doing, like, a tour around a hotel, and each room would be a different comedian, and they'd just be, like, sitting on the bed or whatever. And I was with... Josie Long at the time and she's like do you want to do this gig I'm like sure so she's like I'll take the the bedroom and you can take half the audience into the toilet and do the gig there so (laughs) I sat on the toilet and flipped my boards that's that's not a euphemism (laughs) now I do much comedy so at the end of the game the scores are oh it's close Uh, (laughs) Dave on three points I believe because you said it first I feel like I'm winning yeah (laughs) Is that, there. Everyone else is below that. Makes Danielle sense. on four points. Oh. Michael on five points. Second but place. Yeah. On, in a don't you know who I am record, on 14 points, it's Tom yes! Ballard. Yes! <laughs> I am the god! <laughs> Thank you all very much for playing Don't You Know Who I Am. Before we go, a uh, quick round of plugs. Michael, so you said you're doing your show trades? Yeah, it's called um, An Evening with Michael Williams Who's Trapped Under a Boulder. So this is for anyone in Melbourne? Yes. And you also have a podcast? Yeah, I have, I have two podcasts. So you got um, Pop Quiz Hotshot, which is a trivia game, but about movies. And me and my wife are watching every episode of DuckTales, and that one's called <laughs> It's a Duck Blur. Yes! <laughs> Just... <laughs> Thank God you're doing a podcast about it. Can I just say, <laughs> if you were just doing that, I'd be really concerned for your mental health. Yeah. <laughs> Danielle, you're doing a festival show? Yeah, I'm doing a split show with Jay Morrissey um, at the Imperial at 6pm from the 4th to the 17th of April called Illuminati Karate Party. <laughs> <laughs> you sell out mainstream, motherfucker. <laughs> so that is during the comedy festival as well? Yes. And any plans to take it to across Adelaide or anything like that? Or? No. No, no just, just Melbourne? Just Melbourne. Dave, apart from listening to you every morning at F- on Fox, where else can we see you? Uh, yeah, I will be. I got a brand new show, so on and so forth, and that'll be in Adelaide, Brisbane, Melbourne Comedy Festival, and then lastly in Sydney. So for anyone who, and I understand Australians a bit of a tall poppy syndrome, you don't want to go see a winner. Uh, <laughs> so don't go for the guy who got fourteen points. Going to be smug about it for the next six months. I'm saying go for the kid who was just here for the ride. Yeah. Can I also? Do, I've not said this to you, but your poster is amazing. I really like your poster. Whoever did that, done a great job. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Actually, that, that is, is one of the, uh, the posse that were sitting there in the Gulf while it was going up and down like a Snoop Dogg clip in the middle of Geelong. One of my mates who was in that car is a graphic designer. He wow. did it. It's all come full circle, Tom. <laughs> so for super fans who want a little Easter egg, you've got to go see that show. Tom Ballard, where can we see you? Uh, I am touring my stand-up show, The World Keeps Happening. That's coming to Adelaide Fringe, Brisbane Comedy Festival, Melbourne Comedy Festival and Sydney Comedy Festival. And then also at Melbourne, I'm doing another show called Boundless Plains to Share which is a hilarious comedy lecture about Australia's treatment of refugees. Uh, it's a Moosehead show. I'd love people to come to both. Indeed, all of those shows. One particular fan, if they could make it for all cities and shows. <laughs> and I'd, every single show. That'd mean a lot. And your podcast? I have a podcast called Like I'm a Six-Year-Old, uh, which is me talking to people about politics, what they believe, and so on and so forth. Thank you all for coming in to play Don't You Know Who I Am. I'll see you next time. All right, bye. Bye. bye.
my mind. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 